Welcome to uh, another edition of Unpacked Shorts, where we grill Peter Franklin, the author of our Unpacked Short Unpacked column, about some of the things that he's been publishing on the site. And today I'm joined by Katie Harrison, uh, one of our regular writers, and to talk to Peter about marriage as a uniquely stabilising force in society. Now, this is something that conservatives such as myself have long believed but Peter I think you were intrigued that the international magazine of liberalism the economist uh, published a sympathetic article to that idea very recently yes I mean they were looking specifically at a piece of research from um, two academics um, Catherine Eden and Laura Zach in which they were um, trying to, in the statistical lingo um, that's used with these things, to decompose the various effects that might be um, behind um, the link between marriage and positive outcomes for children. And, um, you know, the fact that there is a positive link between marriage and outcomes for children is now pretty uncontroversial in and social the, and, the, and the difference is it's about twice as likely that if your parents cohabit rather than marry that you'll see their relationship break up in your first nine years of life well there's three categories there's married there's cohabiting and then there's parents that weren't even cohabiting when baby came along yeah um and you see steadily greater breakup rates the more sort of untraditional the family setup is um but the argument is that these statistics but from some is that these statistics don't mean very much because people who have the intrinsic like the qualities to stay together get married and those perhaps who wouldn't stay together don't get married That's and right. so in a sense it's not marriage that changes people that marriage the institution of marriage doesn't have an impact on people indeed which is why they try to decompose the possible um contributory factors so they look at income and education and attitudes to women for instance and all of these things they they try and pull tease them apart statistically and when they do that they find that um, there's a kind of residual third which they can't really explain Um, and the question is well if that's due to marriage itself as an institution how is it having that effect? And um, what's the answer to that question, well, do you think? my argument is that um, marriage as an institution, as a ceremony, as the whole kind of mystique around it, um, and the author, the anonymous author of the article does talk about the magical effect yeah. of marriage, although he's being a little bit, or she is being a little bit kind of flippant in using that word but nevertheless there is this unexplained factor but is that magical effect just sort of communicating a set of values and valorizing them and formalizing isn't it it's formalizing a 
commitment. I, I think I'm quite struck by the reference to income and wealth in terms of being a predictor of whether people will marry. I think I seem to remember, I can't remember if it was the Centre for Social Justice, did some work a while ago and found that there were lots of very low income people who wanted to get married and believed in, you know, in marriage as a concept but felt they couldn't afford it. It's the, we- the cost of weddings, mm. you know, the expectations in our society for what kind of wedding you should yeah. have, I think is a, a real problem actually. And very for daunting people, for yeah. some people who would have bought into this um, magical mystique or whatever we want to call it, um, of marriage, and yet felt excluded because they were poor. And so perhaps it becomes a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy in, in all of these sort of complexities of poverty and its causes mm. and effects, that you feel poor and therefore you feel left out of things that other people might take for granted in life. That's right, and it, it doesn't help when you get all the celebrity magazines um, portraying these incredibly lavish ceremonies. Not everyone know. reads Hello and OK as much as you do. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I know. I, I rarely sort of pull my nose out of anything else, but there you go. Um, but on this occasion, it was The Economist, I'm glad to say. Yeah. Um, however, we've got to remember that marriage was pretty pretty much standard for most of society you know 50 60 70 years ago and that was at a time when people couldn't afford most people no, couldn't afford but lavish I, ceremonies. I wonder whether that that was yes. a different the reason why people stopped getting married it might be different to the reasons why people don't feel able to get married now and i'm quite intrigued by this perception of a left-right divide whether or not that's uh, confirmed is it would be interesting to explore further but I do wonder whether there are lots of people today who don't marry because their mothers and grandmothers in particular had a horrible time and that marriage historically for some people was a bit of a trap mm. that people were very locked into abusive relationships or difficult situations which now we would consider completely unacceptable and, and encourage people to leave but because everybody was doing it and you couldn't leave it became something that was negative and restrictive rather than this magical mystique which is which gives people the freedom to flourish that we see perhaps in some of this evidence today? Well, I think the the thing to say about that is that levels of abuse, particularly towards children, are actually much higher, apparently, um, as much as one can truly research these things, in non-married situations. And the more irregular the arrangement, the more dangerous things can be. So in terms of negative examples, actually there's more of them well, on perhaps, the, on, on the non-married but I wonder side. what that is proving, if, if, if that word is helpful, because I wonder whether people who are marrying now, partly because they can afford it, so there's the whole affordability mm. thing, but also it is a very conscious choice because you don't have to. Lots of people don't, and yet people are still choosing to marry, and therefore, hopefully, if one believes in marriage, people are choosing to marry because they want the good things and are prepared to, to stick with it to make those good things happen, rather than feeling they have to marry or have to stay married, even though life is very awful for them. Um, so I'm not quite sure that just because abuse happens in non-married families, that me that that kind of proves that point. I think perhaps it's evidence of the opposite, which is that people who are getting married today are getting married because they want to and they are making it work. They don't feel restricted and trapped in quite the same way as previous generations might have done, in this country at least. I think it comes down to what sort of social environment you grew up in and what sort of examples you have. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. And, you know, in, in terms of, you know, people who are abusive that's not restricted to one class right? no there, exactly there are quite, many examples yeah, yeah. of 
well, uh, you know, sort of richer <laughs> families exactly. in which you get, yeah. you know, that there things. are monsters on one or both sides. Because, um, because right. marriage has become a class issue now, hasn't it? You, it has. It, the rich are still marrying. Yes. You know, exaggerating. And the poor are not marrying. Well, it's, it's not much of an exaggeration. Mm. If you look at the decline of marriage and then break that down by social class, say quintile of income, yeah. you see a small decline in the richest group. And yeah. then it gets, over the decades, it gets steeper and steeper and steeper according to income group. So we've seen, um, you know, the expectation of marriage just collapse in some social groups. And I'm not sure if that's down to um, issues of freedom and escape. I think it's down to issues of, you know, is are men in particular marriageable, right? Mm. You know, do they have regular work? Um, does the benefit system make it worthwhile for you to get married? You know, can you or get not, Or not or punish not. you for getting married? Indeed, a lot, a lot yes. of people right at yes. the bottom are worse off if they declare their relationship to the state and get married. Exactly. So the incentives, but also the social norms for different classes are massively unequal. And the children of those that don't get married, and of course I'm here always talking about aggregates, not individual cases, so don't bite my head off. <laughs> um, you know, are the, it's kids that are, are the ones that pay the consequences. And then they don't go forward into adult life with that example from their parents. So it doesn't seem to be a natural sort of part of the, you know, life cycle um, for them to do it themselves. And so it perpetuates itself. It's interesting The Economist has, has published this and interesting that people like Bob Putman on the left in America, the sociologist, are saying it's the collapse of the family and general sort of community institutions around the kind of working class communities that he grew up in in the US that are helping to explain why we are seeing increasing economic inequality as yes. well. And I certainly think it's one of the things, you know, the right has to face up to all sorts of uh, weaknesses in capitalism. But I think the left is, I think, reluctant to touch on these issues, the liberal left, for mm -hmm. want of a generalisation. And I think if they don't, they won't really get to grips with economic inequality because a lot of social inequality yes. is at the root of this. I, th I think it's one of the most important issues that um, we face and it's encouraging that The Economist is tentatively joining uh, what should be, I think, a consensus that, that marriage matters. Peter, thanks very much, as always. Thank you, Katie. Thank and, you. Um, Please go to your normal podcast provider if you enjoy uh, this uh, 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 publication, this uh, broadcast, um, and uh, rate us, and uh, that will help draw other people's attention to, to what we're producing. Thank you very much for listening.